Hi, and welcome to the first ever full episode of Sports Talk PX. I'm going to end up saying that we have a huge show at the beginning of every single one, like a talk show host, probably. But seriously, free agency. It's going to be a huge show, and we're going to squeeze as much in as possible, and we'll be back every week or two weeks with a new episode. So hit us up on Twitter at Sport Talk, or Sports Talk PDX, or email us with uh, your emails at sportstalkpdx at gmail.com. Remember to find and rate us as well. Um, the show is on iTunes and Stitcher, and just search for Sports Talk PDX to find and subscribe. Help us spread the word. So our show is going to be, and I want to establish this up front, a little sports, a little talk, and a little PDX. And if any of those three components are agreeable, you'll probably have a good day here. So uh, today we're going to talk about some of the NFL free agency craziness that's been going on this week. So I know you, Tony, have something that you wanted to talk about right off the bat, uh, which is some pretty big news here. So I'll go ahead and let you start with that. All right. So Brock Osweiler, he signed with the Texans, and apparently he was not happy with Denver. Apparently he was upset with Denver for benching him for Peyton and then also having to wait for Peyton uh, to decide to retire. Yeah, well, he should be. I, you know, you, when... I don't even want to get into the dynamic of how last season worked, but it was uh, kind of a love-hate there. Um, Definitely. You love to watch Denver, and you, kind of, you, you everybody kind of was secretly like kind of cheering for Manning, but he's just, you know, he's on his last leg. Everybody knows he's on his way out. Um, and everybody kind of thought Osweiler was going to be the second coming there and was going to be able to kind of, you know, shore up that whole into things, but it turns out that he, from what I read, was pretty unhappy with the way that all went, and I, I can say that I kind of don't blame him in that regard, because I think I would have been pretty pissed off, too, when it comes to that. Definitely. It it was, uh, it seemed to be a little bit of a, uh, a letdown on his end. I definitely see that. But, you know, and that, that's, the, that's the real big one, I think, um, takeaways from free agency, but then there was a ton of other things that have happened, too. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit here now. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go uh, sort of uh, random here, and we're gonna touch on the big things. I'm a running back guy, you know yep. that. I talk yep. a lot about running backs. I'm always keeping track of that. So the one thing that I was kind of surprised to see was that Chicago let go of Forte. Yeah, who um, has kind of been their bell cow running back for the last several years, and the Jets are capitalizing on that. I think that's a good move on the Jets' part. So. Definitely, definitely, especially after letting Chris Ivory walk. Yeah. And, uh, and Ivory, another guy with, with a big pickup contract, going to the Jags. So, good job there. I, th- I think, you know, and Gerhardt's never quite worked out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And Jacksonville's kind of one of those teams. It's like, you know, and last year especially where they looked like, okay, we got a franchise-based quarterback. Mm-hmm. We got a guy. Um, we're going to start. And they were just launching balls. You have Hearns. You have, uh, who was the other kid? Uh, Alan, um, oh. was it Alan Hearns? And then the, the other guy that was just fantasy gold yeah they were just uh games were won which was a big relief i'm pretty sure for for the jags fans the jags fans they've been suffering enough i think so um i think that's a good pickup on their part because they will have i think with ivory their plans are going to be kind of to convert him to to bell cow status and so uh well speaking of the jags they also picked up uh malik jackson yeah on top of and apparently they've also uh just picked up uh to sean gibson yeah the safety yeah, Jackson a good pickup too for the Jags, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, scoring him. So, and which you know, with the the receiver, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some tight end talk into that real quick. 
with the Watson, uh, well, I don't know what happened with Ben Watson over in, in, in New Orleans, but certainly with Jimmy Graham up in Seattle now, um, they were looking uh, for a tight end last year. I thought Watson did a phenomenal job, Definitely. in my opinion. Uh, but the Saints, for whatever reason, um, kind of let that one slip through their fingers. But they did pick up uh, Fleener. Kobe. So, yeah, Kobe <laughs> Fleener um, is now a Saint, so he'll be wearing a, the golden black next year. But he is... A phenomenal athlete. I think he's really good, and I think that the Saints is actually probably a better spot for him. Yeah, definitely. So I think he is going to excel there. I think he'll do well. Um, so anybody that's keeping track of fantasy right now, Fleener uh, on the Saints, keep in mind, uh, you know, Drew Brees is a tight end throwing motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's exactly what I was going to say. Loves his tight ends. Uh, and if you think in terms of, you know, no one really saw Ben Watson coming last year and how well he did. Uh, and I think Fleener is a little bit more, he's got a little bit more experience under his belt. I think he'll do a lot better. So I, you know, keep a track of your fantasy. Kobe Fleener. 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 He'll be uh, over there in, in uh, New Orleans territory. So that'll be good news. Now I have some news that I, and I'm going to put it out there. I'm a Seahawks fan. Yep. A lot of people might not like that. Um, we'll probably lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I'm a Seahawks fan. So when another signing that happened here was, the Raiders took Bruce Irvin. Oh. This is a huge blow for Seattle. You know, and with that happening and then Okung's contract still kind of up in the air, um, that's a little bit unsettling. Um, we definitely could use some Bruce Irvin staying. I wish he would have stayed, um, but that didn't happen. Luckily, we also had Curse, yeah. who was trying to get out, is what I was hearing all over the place and reading all over the place. But for whatever reason, by some miracle, they were able to talk him into staying. Um, but it's weird because, like, I know, like, I, I watch a lot of team films and stuff like that mm-hmm. in Seattle because I like, keep up on the team, obviously. But uh, him and Baldwin were kind of, they're like buddies. So yeah. they're kind of like a dynamic duo. So leave, leaving one there, you know, Baldwin, I think, might have had the light on him a little bit there because he did so well last season, too. I thought maybe that had something to do with Curse leaving it. It might. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad he decided to stay because in the playoffs, historically, over the last couple of years, Curse has been a boom. So, yeah. Well, and Curse, Curse uh, it was a three-year deal that he's to stay with Seattle. So Yeah, so he'll be around for a little bit anyway. So that's but yeah, it's uh, and it seems like Baldwin did better because Curse is there because it, get, it take, takes a little pressure off Baldwin yeah. on the defensive end. He does, he's not getting double coverage as much. It's that Megatron mentality. Too. Exactly, yeah. And when you have somebody like... Baldwin towards the end of the season last year scoring touchdowns left and right. It's good to have somebody like Curse there who can actually catch a ball mm-hmm. on your on the other end of it. So yeah, somebody drawing a little. I mean, he's just and the, it's funny because like in the in the playoffs when when I was when he does so well, mm-hmm. um, it's always a bit of uh, smoke and mirrors. Yeah. So it's kind of a sleight of hand, and he's always the one that ends up getting getting those big plays and and doing really well. Yeah. So. Um, so that'll be good because, you know, come playoffs next year, and I fully expect Seattle to be in the playoffs next year, you know, it'll be nice to have that still available to us. And I think that's really valuable when it comes to that time of year. So we'll see what happens. So, uh, again, thanks for running backs here. I'm going to go off on the Texans yeah. for a minute with the whole uh, Arian Foster, let's just launch him after all is said and done. And then, you know, go after – go hard at Lamar Miller and you know that's what they ended up doing and they've signed Lamar Miller so that's a team that with Alfred Blue 
and Arian Foster, and they had another running back there. I can't remember his name, but Blue was basically their bell cow, and he was just, yeah with Arian hurt, right? And he just wasn't quite cutting the mustard. And so I do like that they've signed Miller, and I think that they're they're kind of trending in the right direction. Now that they have Osweiler, obviously, um, yeah, I think he might be. I mean, it's hard to say, but you kind of hope. I kind of, you know, the Texans are one of those teams where everybody's kind of like, kind of cheering for them anyway. Yeah, they're that under they're that underdog. It's like you see JJ Watt, who's one of the best players in the NFL right now. Yeah, and they've got that defense that it's pretty stingy most of the time. You know, they generally don't give up big plays, and then they can't do anything on the offensive end. Yeah. It just, you know, it, it's nice to see them actually getting something on the offensive end. Yeah, well, I mean, and you look at you, you have Cush. And you have Watt. Mm-hmm. You have a good, good, you have a couple good guys on the defense, and I'm not sure if Cushing's still there or not uh, as of today. So um, take that with for what it's worth. But I'm just saying, um, with that defense, um, a couple pieces on that defense, and what they've added to the offense, they may be a contender um, this year. We'll see. As long as everybody stays healthy, and they've been plagued by injury too. That's the other thing about the Texans. It just seems like they cannot stay healthy. Well, yeah, Arian Foster. I mean. You had J.J. Watt out. Wasn't J.J. Watt out a couple games last year? Uh, he may have been. Um, and, I mean, yeah, they've just been plagued by injury. Like, they can't keep a quarterback healthy. They can't keep, you know, Arian Foster's been out. I mean, what, the last two years he's played, what, a handful of games? Yeah, it hasn't been much. So I, I think it'll be good that they they got Miller. Miller's a little bit younger. I think he, he'll, he's a little bit more tempered, you know, for that job. So, mm-hmm. um you know, with him and Blue in the backfield, I think they, they may stand a little bit better of a chance as long as they stay healthy. And then with Osweiler at the helm, um, it'll just be interesting to see kind of how that all pans out. So yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to that. We'll see. But, uh, I'm going to – we'll skip over to Cruz. I want to talk about Victor Cruz's curious – the curious Cruz, the curious case of Cruz. Yeah. So that was kind of strange. Um, f- first of all, I, I, wanted, I think I told you about this maybe a week or two ago, but I watched – and I can't remember the name of the documentary, so forgive me for that. Um, but it was on Hulu is where I saw it. Um, that's not a plug. I'm just – that's where I saw it. Um, but it's – I think it's called I Am Giant is the name of it now that I think about it. But it's it's a documentary about Victor Cruz. Okay. And um, it was pretty interesting. And his injury was – is it's pretty severe. Um, now that Coughlin's gone and uh, someone else has moved in and Cruz is – been injured as bad as he as he as he has been, and OBJ doing just incredible things in their slot. Having Cruz back, I think, is going to be beneficial for them if he can play the way that he played before. It looks like he's getting a little bit better. I don't know if he's going to be ready day one or if he's ready now. I, I don't really know where he's at as far as coming back. But it certainly would be interesting to have Cruz on one side and then OBJ on the other side, and they're yeah. both going full bore. Like that'd be interesting. Yeah. To see how that pans out. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, because we haven't seen both of them healthy playing together in the two seasons that OBJ has been playing. Yeah. So no, and uh, and that was another thing they kind of glossed. They they kind of glanced or glossed over it during during the the documentary. Was that you know it it, it would be weird if you know because they made it look like oh I need to get better because this guy's here to replace me. Yeah. Type of yeah. thing. So uh, it'd be nice to see him get get a little bit better, get back out there and show that he's still got it. In the tank, well, you know? so it's the happens. NFL. I mean, your job's always on the line by somebody else. So. While we're talking about the Giants, too, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Signed a one-year deal to stay there. Signed a deal. <laughs> they got him on Nine the fingers and all. Yeah, so we'll uh, see how that pans out. I'm yeah. sure he's just as good with uh, nine fingers as he has a ten. Yeah. Um, is, Who needs that, that tenth finger? Yeah, so. 
and uh, yeah, and Jason and Pierre Paul. Sorry if we you know offend you with that, but you know it is what it is. Happy Fourth of July. Um, <laughs> so there's that. So uh, this is one thing. Uh, as you know, Pittsburgh, Heath Miller retired this year yeah. at the end of last year. They picked up uh, Ladarius Green from the Chargers. Yeah. So. Um, this actually could be a good pickup for him. Uh, he did pretty well filling in for Antonio Gates last year with the Chargers. Right. He's got a QB who likes to throw to the tight end. Obviously, not as much as the Chargers do, but still, it's a decent pickup there, I think, for him. And for the for the uh, Steelers. Yeah. So, and um, how about a little bit of Fitzpatrick? <laughs> also. Oh yeah, old Fitz. What's Denver in the sweepstakes for right now? Anyway, what are they? Uh, okay, so there's what, what Kaepernick. Is, Kaepernick is one of them, right? I think maybe we might see something. We might see something if they don't land Kaepernick because Kaepernick wants to go to the Browns apparently. Yeah. Which. Scratch my head, like who wants to go to the Browns? Kaepernick, let him go. Apparently, let him go. I, I would say Fitzpatrick might not be a terrible uh, replacement for Manning slash Osweiler. I mean, you yeah, know, um, yeah, I, and I, I kind of want to call put, me. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I, I feel you. I, I, I kind of want to put Fitzpatrick in that conversation too for Denver. I, I, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like. He'd be a good fit for that, you know. That's just yeah. We haven't heard anything about it, but it just it does seem like something that they might go after if Kaepernick falls through. Yeah. I mean, but you got to look at it. You know, I mean, if Denver John Elway and Denver wants your QB, why are you trading your QB? Why are you looking to trade it? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what what ends up happening with that, but it's definitely interesting to kind of think about. You know, so actually, I got something. Yeah. Um, we were talking, I think, a couple days ago about Michael Vick. Yeah. Um, he was waiting by the phone, apparently looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's going back to Atlanta oh. for a year. All right. Sit behind Matt Ryan. All right. Well, that's not bad. Isn't that where he started? That is. Yeah. yeah. Going back to his going back to his roots. Going back home. All right. Well. Uh, oh, also wanted to tell you too that um, Hasselbeck, if you haven't heard, has retired. I don't know if we touched on that but mm-hmm. he, he retired um after i watched him get hit every single snap damn there last year in indianapolis and then came up injured almost every time um, yeah kept playing well he's like 40 years old so it's you know it's time to go. he's gonna go to work for espn good place for him i think but and i don't know if i've mentioned this seattle is going to sign him to a one-day contract so that he can retire a seahawk oh really well good for them i mean that's uh that's uh pretty good so apparently uh here's a wide receiver issue travis benjamin signed with the bolts with the chargers okay so he's uh so no more browns are having a fire sale apparently except for kaepernick so it'll be okay so the browns roster next year well their starters will be kaepernick maybe and that's it sounds about right they're just gonna punt the ball to him or kick a kickoff it was Take it to the other end. Every snap, every uh, every play, that's going to be it. And either he'll make it in the end zone or he won't. Oh, and uh, big big Mike Tolbert, fullback. Yeah. For the Carolina Stan, for a year yeah. or two year actually. So excuse me. You, you've got to keep the wrecking ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching Tolbert play. Yes, he's 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 hilarious. Terrible he's for, this terrible for fantasy. Oh my god, just the worst. But it's so, definitely it's so fucking funny to watch though. Oh my god. So uh, another thing is uh, Marcus Mariota getting a little bit of help. Yes. Over in Tennessee. So, yeah. 
DeMarco Murray getting traded. Apparently, uh, Eagles and Titans swap fourth-round picks, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. They got him on the cheap. Yeah. and Well, they also picked up uh, Richard Matthews. Oh, okay. As well. So he'll have a little you know, distance help as well. So that'll be interesting to see how they kind of you know, do that. I'm sure that, you know, Mariota's a bomber anyway. Mm-hmm. So having that, you know, you, well, first of all, I, I assume that they're still going to be using Sankey quite a bit. I assume that, uh, the, and this is just my assumption, mm-hmm. obviously, but I assume that they're going to hopefully play DeMarco Murray the way he should be played, which is just up the gut. Yeah, yeah. And, Use Sankey know, for the sweeps. Yeah, we don't need, you know, that, and that's what you do. I mean, look at what, what teams do in that just about any team. And I went, look at New Orleans. Look at um, the Eagles, the way they use Sproles. Mm-hmm. Put Sankey in a role like that. Yeah. I mean, they're very similar in stature as well and athleticism, so I think they'd be, it'd be a good kind of, you know, oh, well, Tennessee's got theirs too, you know, type of thing. So. Well, yeah, watching Pac-12 games, I mean, we've watched plenty of those being out here on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I remember watching Sankey run all over the place, you know, with Washington. He's talented. He's got, this, he's got the, the ability. I think he's just, you know, the Titans were – Pretty terrible last yeah. year outside of Mariota and a few little things. But, yeah. I mean. And Sankey, a Husky. Used to be a Husky. Yes, yes, for Washington. Yeah. Uh, and I think he could potentially, with having Murray there, somebody who can be that bell cow and run it up the gut, they could probably use him kind of in that lot of screen passing and, and uh, the uh, run into the outside before he, he cuts up the field. Yeah, and, and as he should be. Um, you know, it, it, I think – you know, and Murray being in Philadelphia, I, I it just seems it was just, a bad fit. It was a bad fit. It just it, they they weren't he was being misused. Yeah, I, I think, which is really kind of odd because you have Chip Kelly there, who in my mind is probably one of the better offensive-minded coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Even though you know, I mean, if you look at the record, you know, uh, of the Eagles last year. It, wasn't terrible. They didn't just can him because he had a terrible season or anything. He actually had a winning record there. It wasn't yeah. bad. Um, it's just that you know I think a lot of the personnel and when they when they did all that with the with the personnel and everything, um, you know, kind of uh, taking the reins back from him on that. I think that kind of you know. Yeah, I think him getting him getting control player personnel control it was his downfall there. He made a lot of moves while he was looking for locker room guys that that bought into his system. Yeah. Hence why you had a number of Oregon players there. Uh, it really didn't work for an NFL locker room. You know, these guys these guys are paid millions of dollars for a reason. You know, they're not going to listen to a guy tell you to pee in a cup, right. you know, just because you want them to. Yeah. And, you know, the whole um, buying into the system thing that you're talking about, too, we, you know, there's you got to put some asset in that because mm-hmm. there's some value in that. Because if, and, and I know that we talked about it before, probably yeah. a few weeks ago, I think we actually revisited that. But you, I, I think... The year that he started, before he actually coached the first year in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I don't remember what uh, outlet published that article with him in shape with Shady. It was the year. So, it was his second. It was between the, f- the first and second yeah. year. Yeah, it was. I think at USA Today or so something like LeSean that. LaShawn McCoy in that in that article yeah. was singing praises of Chip Kelly. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like the opposite of what just happened here. Like you know, in the last this last season. off season. Yeah, where so, he after he got traded, he was you know trying to say Chip Kelly's racist yeah, and this like and that, and it's like. Yeah, he was singing his praises like, oh, yeah, you know, doing Players doing this. Yeah, yeah it's, drinking it's lots of water, you know, getting lots of sleep, you know, doing all this different stuff. Basically what J.J. Watt does anyways, right. you know, just naturally, yeah. you know, 
you know, actually throwing, makes you throwing, a better player. Throwing Volkswagens in the rivers and, you know, <laughs> yeah, jumping yeah. over buildings and shit like that. You know, JJ well, Watt does that before breakfast every day. Well, yeah, you know, I mean. Don't get between a man and his omelet, you know what I'm saying? Don't do <laughs> exactly. It. Can I throw something out there that happened today? Yeah. Manziel got canned. Thank God. <laughs> it's over. Oh. It's Johnny over. Not should should not be playing football. Okay, so let's play a game real quick. All right. Okay. It's called Who's More Desperate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I want to hear this. So what team in the NFL right now that you can think of would give Manziel a shot? The Cowboys. You think so? Yeah, Jerry Jones is insane. <sighs> Jerry Jones is insane. Does he... He yeah, doesn't give a shit if you... If you've murdered somebody, he will bring you back on the field. Yeah. He brought that guy, I can't remember his name, that... Joseph Randall? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is before that. Got into a car accident with his best buddy who was on the practice squad, the, driving drunk. They got into an accident. He, he killed the guy I mean, in this the... This isn't like a UFC John's Jones thing, is it? No, 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 no. This is a couple years ago. No, it was... Well, I uh, no, 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 no. This was a couple couple years ago. I cannot remember the name of the of of the guy, but yeah, he ended up killing a his buddy. Like it was like his best friend. Shit. Yeah, I, I'm surprised you haven't heard about this. I don't think I remember. I, I don't know. There's, yeah, it, it's, if it's if it's like a doubt, if like oh, Cowboys play. Yeah, you just shut it off. Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm a Redskins in, fan, so you if know. Cowboys news comes into my feed. It fucking gets thrown to the wayside. <laughs> But Manziel out, so and I don't. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, who who's we, they still have Romo? They're yeah. still gonna go Romo, no matter yeah. what. Right, right up until his back fails him again this year. Did they go? I mean, did they draft or did they go after? You think they would take Manziel? Well, they keep going after. They went after all these crappy QBs, you know, the last few years, like you know, for backups. Yeah. I mean, they had Matt Castle, who's not terrible but you know you throw him in a situation where he's not going to succeed because you know it's the cowboys you know yeah. they're they're a, they're a damn tire fire in my opinion i mean yeah. you know again that's a little bit of a redskin fan in my in my blood so castle went somewhere else too yes uh let me figure that out for you castle went somewhere else too today i read earlier um uh he signed with the titans there you go yeah he so they're uh a little more help for, for uh mariota mariota yeah I like, um, I like what tennessee's doing they're they're they know what they've got to do mm-hmm. they know the players they've got to get around a guy to be yeah. successful they 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 knew last year when they got mariota this is going to be the franchise qb yeah. this is the guy that we're gonna you know he, he's gonna be on the posters mm-hmm. shit. so they they get him in there now they're putting guys around him yeah they're giving him offensive weapons yeah, um, they're giving him, you know, a backup. Obviously, he got hurt last year, so he didn't get to really shine as much. As much as, as yeah. Uh, but if you saw the first game last year, I think that the ownership of that team was kind of like, "Fuck it, we got to get some guys around this dude." Yeah, like we've got, yeah. we've got to make well, it happen. And they uh, they released the coach last year, which I found kind of uh, surprising. Right. You know. Yeah. Releasing Wisenhunt and. Uh, as quickly as they did. It was like they didn't even give him a year to work with Mariota. That was that was the puzzling part to me. It was like he's supposed to be a QB friendly quarterback or coach and they just kinda cut him cut him loose after what was it, like six games, eight games? That's true, yeah. And it didn't take very long. I'm not sure what they were doing. But that's what they did. Now with and I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna rewind a little bit. Alright. I'm gonna go back to the Fitzpatrick sweepstakes. Alright. And we're gonna you know I think the Jets are content to let him go. 
think yeah. I think they're content to let Fitzpatrick go. Now, I don't know if the fans are content to let him go after what, what he did last year and what the Jets yeah. have been historically doing over the last three, four years, maybe even longer than that. Well, since Geno it. Smith, basically. So they're going to have Geno. Now, RG3 is visiting, I guess, the Jets. Yeah, I, I heard that. There's an offer sheet on the table or anything like that, but that's sort of a curious fit because I think, okay, well, so you'd have Geno. And you'd have RG3. So kind of I have a weird. comment on that. I, th- I think what they're looking for is two guys who can play the similar style. Because Fitzpatrick is not is not a mobile quarterback. Right. He can barely move. It's like looking at Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. I mean, he cannot run. Right. You know, whereas Geno Smith is, you know, a RG3 Kaepernick light, basically. Yeah. So I have a feeling like they may be, pick, they may be looking to get RG3. I have a feeling he'd end up being the starter, and Gino would be the backup. Yeah, um, well, you know, I, I don't know about that right away. I, I know that. Yeah, maybe not. Because because Gino has been there. That's that's our guy. You know, mm-hmm. even last year before Fitzpatrick got got the nod because mm-hmm. you know Gino got hurt there, got taken out. Fitzpatrick came in, started just had... lobbing touchdowns. Yeah. You know? um, but the guy has like a Harvard degree, and I, I don't. He's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, basically. I don't even care what he has a degree in. He got a Harvard degree. Whatever. It could be the fucking. You know, underwater basket weaving, and he has a degree in it. He's smarter than me. Well, yeah, so he's smarter than most yeah. of us. Let's let's just put it yeah. there. So he's gonna get. You know, I'm I'm kind of wondering where he'll land. I and like I said before, I think the Broncos are a good fit for him. But mm-hmm. That's just me. Um, so we'll leave it at that. Um, well, I think Elway would be a good uh, mentor for him. I think as. I, think you're right. I mean, I know he's been in the league a long time. I guess it's been yes. like 11 years. Yeah. It's been a long time, so he's not—he's not a young guy. But I think if anybody could take him to like the next level, if it were, it would be Elway. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at what he did last year too, though, he still got gas in the tank. I think. He's oh, still, definitely. I think he's still good. He's really him. not that old. He's early thirties. I mean, look at that fucking beard. Oh, well, that beard's awesome. Not a lot of people have that, you know. So that's a good thing, you know, to bring uh, to a team too, because it lifts morale. Yeah. It's a I mean, when the be- the beard's like having a twelfth player out there. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of like Brian Urlacher back the, in the day for the Bears. The Jets' 12th man it, yeah. was the uh, the beard. Yeah. I think it, and they, they were, too. I saw that they had, like, signs and shit, you know, the beard <laughs> and all that good stuff. So that'd be Fuck James Harden. Yeah, right. I know, huh? <laughs> Fitzpatrick's beard. So, also, um, in, in reference to the Broncos. Okay. Um, we, we were talking about yeah. the whole Osweiler, uh, Fitzpatrick, I was saying, yeah, get Fitzpatrick, Patrick over there. They did pick up Mark Sanchez. Yeah, that oh god. Oh, I hate Mark Sanchez so much. A little bit of that mile high USC going on over there. Just high, maybe. Yeah. So uh, now, from what I read, and I don't know if this is you know, and it's funny because he came from the Jets originally, yeah, by way of Philadelphia to yeah. now Denver. Um, but from what I'm hearing, what they're looking for is they're looking at Mark Sanchez as like a backup. So yeah, not yeah. going to be their, their starter. They're still fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver, I feel like, is scrambling right now. They're grasping I, at straws because I think they weren't able to retain what they needed to retain, and they had some problems. With well, yeah, they they waited on Osweiler. They're, uh, they're scrambling with C.J. Anderson. Like, he signed an offer sheet with Miami, yep. you know, to replace Lamar Miller over there. Yeah, and so unless they match that because he's a restricted free agent – they're going to be out of running back as well. And yeah. what do they have? Monte Ball? Is he still with them? I don't even think. I don't even know where Monte Ball. Yeah. Where did they put him? They have him like in a cage, just ready to unleash him. <laughs> Wasn't that the kid that played for Wisconsin? Yes. Yeah. He was He was like a, he's a, he was a, a magnificent college player. He was a great Terrible pro. 
Yeah, he was. That never quite. Yeah. Well, and Denver played. They. It's not like they didn't actually conduct the experiment. It just didn't quite pan out. Well, and I think there was a lot of injury involved with that too. That's I think true. there was. It was never. And it was it was the same with C.J. Anderson. It was like when one was hurt, it, the other one tried to play, and it was just neither of them got the great play time. Anderson last year started to actually pick it up and looked pretty good towards you know going into the you know into playoffs and Super Bowl and everything. Obviously, Super Bowl is one on defense. You know when you have that defense, it's crazy. Yeah, and now uh, since uh, Miller's walked on Miami, they're trying to stop the bleeding. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we had a good day. So thanks for listening. Hit us up at Sports Talk PDX on Twitter or email us at sportstalkpdx at gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening.